Hello and welcome to the We Don't Go Out podcast, a podcast about staying in, which we've all been forced to do, but even now things are opening back up, we're still staying in. <laughs> we like video games, we like films, um, you can't tempt us out. Um, so, on this podcast we'll be talking about what we're playing on our consoles, and then we'll be talking about our film club, which would be I Am Mother on Netflix and Changeling on uh, Amazon the Prime. Changeling. Or is it The Changeling? I think it is, because isn't the one Changeling with Angelina Jolie just changing? Oh yeah, that was right. I got confused for a minute when I was picking. <laughs> and then I quickly Shit, remembered. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Changeling, which was Amazon Prime. Uh, yeah, uh, but first we have a little talk about the newly announced Switch OLED and PlayStation's oh. State of Play. <laughs> we'll start with the Switch OLED because Dave isn't interested. So, <laughs> we'll just whip through this. Nintendo announced an upgrade to the Switch. It's got a bigger screen, an OLED screen, brighter uh, and and wider, but no bigger. The Switch isn't going to get any bigger, apart from like a very, very tiny bit wider. Whether your old Joy-Cons will fit, they're probably still going to get drift as soon as you buy them. I can't do that. No way. I've not had any change in the design, so... Well, an updated model, surely they should have eradicated that or, you know, like, made it that they last longer before the drift kicks in. Well, they should have fixed that, uh, like, months and months and months ago, years ago, didn't they? Nintendo gone to Nintendo. Yeah, I knew you'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they went out to the new Switch. It's got a few tweaks. It hasn't got any of the things that people apparently were screaming out for, like 4K when docked, which I'm surprised about because... But wouldn't that be mega expensive to do? It would have been mega expensive to do. It would have been the dock really expensive. And I was just going to say, wouldn't that mean the dock would have to be like more expensive? Like yeah, it'd a, have to a be a better piece of hardware. Yes. It's just a plastic device, isn't it, of an aerial at the moment? Well, a cable that sends a signal to the TV, am I right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, so that would have had to have been a bit more kitted out. And then you need to make the games 4K. Yeah, which costs more money. Cost more, yeah, and most people and a lot of people wouldn't get that because they'd be playing it on the handheld. With no disrespect, apart from all the indie games, I don't see a lot of indie devs putting the effort in for 4K. I'm not saying they wouldn't, all of them, but the majority of them wouldn't, would they? And then, no. how often do Nintendo release first party games at the moment for them to do 4K? No, well, even if they did, to make a 4K game fit on one of those little cartridges. Not worth oh, it. Oh yeah, never thought about that actually. It's just not even worth the effort. So that was never going to happen. So why are people kicking off about that not being a thing? I do not know. I think it's because we're kind of we're past the like. Say you go. On t- I never knew this until the other day. Like BBC One now is BBC One HD, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Is that right? And ITV is ITV HD. Whereas you know before you had to get to start on Virgin One One Three to get the ITV in HD, and it was One Hundred Eight to get BBC in HD. I don't know, I'd, I'd go 101 and then quickly press the blue button and that switches you to the HD version. Ah, uh, what, what are you, you're not on Virgin then? Yeah, yeah, Virgin. Oh, it never did that on mine. All right. But um, what, like, what I'm trying to say is like the standard channels now are HD, aren't they? Yeah, they've made the yeah. switch. You know, they pretty much don't get anything but HD TVs now and it's kind of, it reminds me of with the PS3, with the Blu-ray, well, not so much the PS3, but with, you know, with the Blu-rays eventually keep, no, yeah, Blu-rays and DVDs with the PS2, it kicked on, and Blu-rays with the PS3. Mm. It, 
I feel like with the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, 4K is kind of like everyone. When people buy TVs now, they are looking for the 4K option. I doubt you can buy a new TV now, like a new model TV that isn't 4K. Yeah, yeah uh, unless you buy something really cheap. Not, I'm not, I'm not say really cheap, but smaller. Yeah, like a small screen that doesn't need 4K yes. maybe. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, the Switch doesn't need it. <laughs> hasn't got, hasn't got the, the power to. It's not worth putting that effort in to get in it on that little cartridge and putting it out on a Game Boy. The system can't probably churn out it, churn it out smoothly anyway. Mm. So I don't know why people got their knickers in a twist about that. It made no sense to me. I think it's. I think part of it is because that is an upgrade, isn't it? Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, from what I hear, the screen is it's it's OLED, isn't it? Isn't which is screen, yeah. yeah, which is nice. Obviously, it's going to be better, better brightness, more better colours, more better brightness, deeper blacks, all the all the OLED goodness. Yeah. But when you look at the small screen, I'm not saying you won't see it because you will, but I don't think it's to me. It wouldn't if 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 it was me and I was a Nintendo fan like yourself, I I, I don't think that would be enough to sway me. Unless we're playing it on the go a lot. Yeah. Well, it's it's less about the resolution because I don't think the resolution's getting a bump. Like the games are going to be the same resolution. Mm. It's the brightness. It's the general size of the screen. It's just a bigger screen, which mm. is tempting. So, yeah. And the colours. Oh, I know I bitched about a PlayStation being black and white, but the Switch, the, the black and white version looks... Really nice. I know that makes me a hypocrite. Just that silver one. <laughs> hey, nice. I only saw the silver one. I think that they showed on the launch was it? Yeah, they had the one that looks like the old Switch with the multicolored, different colored Joy Cons, yeah. and then the other one. Maybe it is silver. It looked black and white to me, or like a not white oh. white, but you know. I'll have to have a look at it again. Yeah, it looked really nice. So yeah, that was that. Not the big upgrade people perhaps wanted, but then the Nintendo don't need to. They're still selling bloody shit. Yeah. Loads. So yeah. yes, that and was obviously that. Obviously, with, with, if you go with the upgrade route as well, you're leaving gamers behind. Yeah. It would have very... to be a Switch too, wouldn't it? it could yeah. just be a... Yeah. It'd be like when they upgraded the 3DS and added that sort of... Um, not another stick, but like a little thing for controlling cameras, and like a handful of games took advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Not really yeah. worth it. Anyway, that was the switch. The other thing that happened was um, <laughs> PlayStation's state of play, which left me pretty cold. How did you feel? Um, I think I, I think I'll agree with you on that. To be fair, um, I thought I, did, I still haven't seen the Moss Two trailer, which. I should be shot up against the wall and shot for because I love the original. <laughs> um, yeah, so good. I think last week, I was thinking, it's never happening, is it? They're never going to make Moss 2. It must have bombed on the VR, but obviously not. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one I liked, I think that is it, I don't know how to pronounce is it Saifu? Sifu? Oh, yeah. I'm not sure about that one. Oh, I just think that looked. I think I'd enjoy it more if I understood what it was going for. That whole aging thing, I don't fully get it. Do you get it? That's something to do with when you die, you wait, you come back older. Yeah, but that must have repercussions or 
I mean, so many times you can die. Maybe, maybe the chip affects your stats, perhaps. Yeah. But it looks brilliant, that does. Um, and I thought that game, was it Arcade to get on? I thought that looked fun. And actually, I think that's an early access on PlayStation Store. I'm going to download that and give that a whirl. Was that the one that's like the Battle Royale game? Um, but with the kind of like really like bright colours and I think it was player v player, player v enemy. Okay. It didn't, <laughs> didn't interest me. Probably not. I didn't think it would, but um, <laughs> that I thought that looked quite good. I thought the other one, other battle where way it was kind of like hand-to-hand combat. I thought that looked a bit poor. Um, that split of Midgar didn't interest me at all either. Um, the death loop, death loop at the end was more interesting. I felt like I was kind of understanding it a little bit more. I feel like we've seen but, too much of it. Do you? Um, possibly, but I think it's going to be a bit of a hard sell. I think they're trying to still explain it because I've seen a lot of journalists, not say journalists, but you know, like well, yeah, journalists and game reviewers and what whatnot on um, Twitter saying they just still don't get it. Mm. Um, I think it looks fun. I think it. I like the sense of humour they've got going. The weapons look like brilliant, but I'd have to play it without that invasion mechanic where someone can hunt you down. Yeah, that would just piss annoying. me off because you know some people are absolutely boss at first person shooters, and I'm shit. And so just imagine <laughs> it. they just keep harassing. It's like I would turn star. Yeah, uh, turn that off instantly. Yeah, but I do like it. I'm kind of getting a. Oh god, what was that game? I can't think off the top of my head. But I, I do think it looks like it could be a lot of fun, but also very um, strategic mm. in the way you have to plan your runs and you learn stuff as you go through it. Mm. Yeah. But without the kind of grind and punishment of Returnal or a Souls game. Yeah. yeah I was intrigued by it this time. Mm, I still wasn't. I'm still not, I'm just not, I think it looks good. That's the sort of game, and maybe I'm getting old, Dave, but it's the sort of game I'd like to watch someone else play. Oh my God, you are getting old. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm super hip and young, I want to watch the Twitch streamers, don't they? No, I, can't, I just couldn't watch someone play video games like that, no. <laughs> Even FIFA and Pez, if they've got online, I just don't watch people play games. <laughs> but this is the sort of game is like, I'd, I'd like to see a bit of it, but I can't mm-hmm. be asked. I just can't be asked to like <laughs> to, to, to to learn it and to get stuck into it and stuff. Mm. No. But when it comes out, I'll probably just end up playing. Um, what was that other game they made before that? Oh, Dishonored. Dishonored. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably just start playing that then. <laughs> <laughs> we are on the pulse. <laughs> right. Anything else from that? I mean, they they did the director's cut of. Hideo Kojima's last game, I can't what it's called. Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Oh, I, I messaged a couple of lads about that and said, like, what is it? Because I thought, you know what, do I need to play this because I've played all these other games? And then mm. my mate just texts me back, honestly, Dave, it's just not for you. Seriously, he says, you just will not like it. <laughs> and then I asked the other lad and he said, he said, I enjoyed it, but I have to admit there's moments where it's just so boring. So mm. I ain't going to bother with it. No. No. Shame, really. Yeah, I mean, no, I've got time for a Kojima game with like hour-long cutscenes. 
No, that's what worries me. You play a game like that and it's got like a massive... Like, I remember when I played... Um, sorry to have a tangent. I think it was Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, was it? Mm-hmm. And I knew it was near the end because I was fighting like three of the Metal Gears. It was Metal Gear Rex, I think. Yeah. I can't remember. As Raiden. And I thought, I've got to be close to the end now. And I knew I'd finished it. And I was like, yes, get in. I've applied it till about 12 o'clock. And I don't think the credits rolled till after one. I was like, holy shit, or close to one. I was like, what the fuck has just happened? And none of it made any sense and added nothing to the game. <sighs> well, I do like your stories, but it, 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 am I, is this the right way to say it? It tells me in such a convoluted manner. Yeah. Like, I think the A-team probably had plots exactly the same and they did it in 30 minutes. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? the whole thing in 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I do like his games. I love, I love his characters. Metal Gear Solid um, on the PS1 and Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater are absolute masterpieces. Two's good, but it's, you know. Hmm. But, um, yeah, I think he, I do like Kojima, but I do think he's a bit up his own arse. If I had more time, I'd probably dive into Metal Gear Solid 5 because that looked fantastic. I know. I don't, I don't know why I've never started that. I'd played Ground Zeroes lots of times from the was it the PS3 or 4 that came out on? PS4, PS4 wasn't it? 4, 3, 4, 4. Yeah, it was like a taster for Metal Gear 5 and I bought that. And I, I forgot, I bought it and it just arrived the one day. It's going out tonight, I'm playing that. Mm. But, um, <laughs> I played it for a few times because it was only about an hour or two hours long, so like that, depending on what you did. And um, when Metal Gear 5 came out, I just I didn't bother. It's the thought of it, it's like, oh, I just know this is massive. I think that's yeah, what it that, is. Building the mother base, which you know me, I'm not really into those type of games where you have to kind of build by. I used to be like Red um, Command and Conquer and that, but not nowadays. Mm. So that would interest me the base building aspect of it. Mm. But yeah, this... I think um, Death Stranding's a big no no for me. Mm. Yeah, oh yeah, back on track. Death Stranding. <laughs> oh, and there was Ghost of Tsushima Breakfast School announced. Oh, yeah. I haven't played Ghost of Tsushima yet, or bought it. Have you played that? I've got it. I haven't finished it. I got to a point where um, I was enjoying it, and something else popped up, and I thought I'm going to have a break. Mm, I played something else. And, uh, yeah, and I need to go back, but I think I'm going to have to restart. Oh, um, the whole thing. Can't you just have a little refresher? Yeah, it's... that's what I'm thinking. Can I do a refresher and pick it all up again? Which is possible, because it's quite difficult, to be fair. But mm. um, that, from what I played, is a very good game. Um. I would have happily paid probably 10 to 15 pounds to upgrade to the PS5 version, but I'm not going to pay 25 to, to upgrade. Yeah, to upgrade to the director's cut because I don't think it warrants. I haven't, no, bought, I I haven't bought it I'll, yet, so I might just buy no, the PlayStation 5 version. I think I'll buy, finish Ghost of Tsushima, and if I'm still in the mood for a bit more, I'll buy that, that, that um, the DLC. Go, mm. um, what is it? Oil, Ghost of Ishkima or something like that. Not sure. Or oil of a schema. Mm. Anything else from the state of play? I can't think of anything else. I can't think of anything else, to be honest with you. No, it really did leave me cold. I'm like, glad they didn't have an E3 showing because there wasn't much to show. <laughs> well, I read earlier that they've cancelled their PlayStation experience until possibly December or March next year. And they're going to have another state to play next month or the month after. Okay. And I'm thinking, hmm. I think the next state to play will be before that Keener Bridge of Spirits releases. 
in August. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, same here. I watched it play through not long back, and it I thought it looked really good. That's the no first, retail version though. That's the first sort of game in a little while that I'm actually really proper excited about getting. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about it that looks quite really appealing. Yeah, I don't know. Something if they've got something right, it's working on us. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, so that was state of play. Now, what we're playing. You've just finished Ratchet and Clank and My Friend Pedro. I'm very keen to hear about My Friend Pedro because I bought this on Switch. No, have I bought this on Switch? I don't know. Hang on, let me check my Switch. It's here. (laughs) My Switch is here. It's been in the sale a couple of times and I've flirted with it. And I do buy a lot of Switch. I'm a bit like you on my Switch. I buy games and then don't touch them. Oh, I think I'm thinking of Katana Zero. I haven't actually bought My Friend Pedro. No, it's meant to be really good, isn't it, Katana Zero? Yeah, I haven't touched it yet. Is that on the PlayStation yet? I'm sure it's on the PlayStation, yeah. Yeah, I need to pick that up. So many games in here I haven't played. I'm terrible on here, just like you on everything else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finishing games. I'm on 22 for the year. Bloody hell, I don't think I've... I'm not sure I've finished any. <laughs> I've got The Return of the Oprah Dim, which I've just started. Which oh! I've Play that. Ooh, what talk... what? Switch. Isn't it Switch exclusive? No, it's on the PlayStation. Oh, is it come to PlayStation? Okay, mm-hmm. we'll talk about that in a minute. I've got Pam Pam, which I started and didn't finish. I've got Paper Mario, which I started and haven't finished, but I am still playing. I've got The Gardens Between, which you recommended. Yep. I've got That's High like Re- two hours. <laughs> Doesn't mean I'll finish it. <laughs> I've got Hyrule Warriors, The Age of Calamity, which I haven't even started. I've got Katana Zero. I've got The Serial Cleaner. Oh, that looks good. That does. I've got Dead Cells. I've got Hand of Fate 2, which I think you recommend. Don't even start Dead Cells. You know that's a um, thing you can down there, like Returnal, where you don't restart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're never going to finish that. Oh, probably not. I've got Luigi's Mansion 3, which I haven't finished. Oh, my God. Got access denied, which you recommended. That was good, very good. Um, that's it. Then I start getting to games that I have finished. I this year? Finished... No, not this year, Dave. Come on. You haven't <laughs> finished a single game yet. Yeah, no, I've got a oh very demanding God. baby. I must have finished a game apart from Pikmin Three, which I've finished about three times this year. Nothing on Apple Arcade. No, I played little. Endless games on there, like games that don't have like an end. What have I finished? I've finished nothing on my Switch, I'm pretty sure. Have you not finished Finger? Um, those horror games we play. No. You bought the one with the witches, didn't you? I didn't finish it. Oh, for fuck. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Did <laughs> you finish the first one? Some, yeah, I finished the first one. I loved that. I wasn't but, into yeah. the witches thing. I do want to finish it, though. But I'm not going to like go oh, back and start again. Brilliant. I just let him die. Um. Yeah, I wasn't. Was not feeling the witches one. Oh what have I finished? God. I must have finished something. I, honestly, the, my gaming habits died when I bought the PlayStation Five. I don't know what happened. Oh, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> you, <laughs> you don't even, play and you don't play. Get finished. It's, it's not even like I've swapped it for films. I'm not even watching loads of films. Yeah. Oh God. To be fair, it's been the football. Yeah, there has been a lot of football. On. I'll give you that. It's been a lot of football. If you haven't finished 
again by this time, by the next time we pod, then I don't know. I've got to get stuck into it. I'll tell you what, I'm playing, um, when I get on PlayStation 5, I'm playing um, Control. Uh And I'm finding it. The map is doing my... The map map is so bad. You do learn your way around after a bit. Do you? Because it's the first map I've ever been in, and I don't know if it was intentionally designed this way, where I get very disorientated. It's like being in a hospital. I don't know where the fuck I am. I think I think a part of it is like that because it's the you're in that one house and when you read all the manuscripts and stuff you know the files you find it kind of it kind of make it that the house is playing games with your points and mm. but, but there's still no excuse for a shit map. No, the map is awful. And when you get a mission, yep. it's really vague. Yes. And it's like, I don't know where to go to start this mission. It's really annoying. It normally tells you, like, say, I think it might say central point or something like that. And then you want to find an elevator, which normally helps a lot. Mm. But I can't remember it that clearly, but I'm sure that's how I figured my way around. Mm. That's the game I'm currently playing on the PlayStation 5. That's been that way for a long time. (laughs) Oh, dear. Right, tell me about my friend Pedro. Should I have bought it when it was on sale? Um, how much was it? I can't remember. Well, I think it's £16 brand new, isn't it? Yeah. On I the think PlayStation. Was, I think it was less than 10 on Switch. Yeah, I think I paid £8 or £9 for it in the sale. And um, for me, personally, it's, it proper has scratched that Max Payne itch I've been on for a, a couple of months when really I could have just played Vanquish. But, um, oh, yeah. It, it, it did scratch that itch. Um, obviously, got the slow motion, the bullet dodge, or bullet time and bullet dodge. Um, it's got a good set of weapons. Um, you can set of weapons. You can aim um, two enemies at once. Um, I can't remember what they call it. And obviously, when you go into slow motion, you can do more acrobatics. The skateboards you can ride and shoot. It, it is. It's basically it's an arcade title. You. Know, you want to get through the level as fast as you can, as efficiently as you can, and as stylishly as you can. Um, I did that on a few stages, but I'll admit, towards the end of the game, I was going quite slow in certain parts um, to make sure um, I could finish the stage. Mm. The, gen- the checkpoints in it are very good. I think I must have patched that in, because I'm sure I read it and never reviewed The checkpoints are horrendous. But um, if there's one... I didn't find it a negative, but I think some people will. Towards the end of the game, right at the last few stages, it becomes quite platformy, and mm. the controls are a little bit floaty. Like when you when you stop running, you have to kind of press up to come out the roll, and that can be very inaccurate, and that doesn't help on some of the platforms. Don't get me wrong; you probably take you two, three tries to nail something, but it gets a bit. It ruins what the game's trying to do, which is create a nice flow, a constant flow of action and shooting, you know what I mean? Mm. So it's a bit odd for them to put two I somehow them. It didn't quite fit. In it. No, no, it didn't. No, I wouldn't say it didn't fit because it's in a way, because they're acrobatic. It's quite difficult when you're trying to like do these acrobatic platforms accurately, but you're also trying to dodge a laser or shoot another laser. It's a fantastic in it, all of them. First one you're on a motorbike, um, there's a road 
um, you're falling down some skies from the top of the skies to the floor. That was really good. You spent the whole level four. Now, look, um, you, you're running through this um, just party kind of on these rooftops, killing all these dudes to catch this guy called Denny, I think it was. When you meet up to him, he's in a plane and you obviously have to um, destroy his plane and he jumps out and he. he it's the very last part of the level and you're both falling from the skyscraper and you're killing all these enemies and then you ca- you're right next to him as you're falling and you're talking to him and he's talking to you and um, he fucking just sits himself a skyscraper and dies and you, mm-hmm. you're still plummeting towards the floor and you end up in um, plummeting into the sea or a pond or some a lake or whatever it is it's like a sewer and then you go into this like fantasy world stage which is really good but um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I would recommend. I mean, I don't know about it's sixteen pounds. I think it took me two and a half hours, maybe three hours. No, it's four. So it's mm. um, you can go back and try all the levels, but you've made scores. If you're really into that arcade score chasing, you could, yeah. But you've, you'd have to play each level a few times, or I think, to perfect the runs. And I'm just not into that anymore. Mm. At ten pound and under, I would say it's a steal, definitely. Okay. Next time it goes under ten, I've just looked on the switch, and it's not. It's back up to I think eighteen pounds. That's a lot of money, really, for that. Mm. So when it goes back on the sale, I'll, I'll snap it up. And you played American yeah, Fugitive? No, I want to play that. That actually looks like a lot of fun. Like an uh, old-fashioned, no, it's like an, one of the older GTA games, isn't it? Yeah, it's on sale now on Switch. It's like one pound something. Oh, I think you should get it for that. Even mm. if it's crap. It's on my wish list, but I can't remember why. <laughs> so I thought, oh, it's 90% off. I might just get that in a minute. Yeah, that's all. It doesn't sell on PlayStation, about £4. Mm. I've got enough Nintendo points as well just to buy it. With those, so it'd be yeah. free. No brainer. It'd be free. <laughs> hey, anyway, I'm just going to quickly say Ratchet and Clank, superb from start to end, brilliant boss fights. The only downside I had about Ratchet and Clank was um, I didn't enjoy all the weapons like I usually do in the Ratchet and Clank games. Okay. But the platforming, it's fantastic. I wish there was more because it was so clever what they did with the, the I think it was like this glove which magnetised certain walls and then you'd use the hook to, to swing around but then you'd use that kind of rift mechanic which would pull you straight to a certain area on the map. Mm. Very, very good. Has that got a demo? Really... I don't know, actually. I couldn't tell you. I do but want to try it. It's really good. I could try and do a share play with you. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. But, yeah, really good game. I think that took me 18 hours in total to complete to get the platinum. You platinumed it? Yeah. I've not even finished the game. Hard plat. <laughs> so you, haven't, you, haven't, you haven't got it, have you? No, I mean, I haven't finished a game. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> You've platinum this. I think I want eight platinums for the year now. I'd like to oh. do ten down now. Ten a year? Yeah, I'd like to do ten, twelve if possible a year. I think you'll hit that, won't you? Probably, yeah. I probably will get ten to twelve this year. You do like a little cheap one, though, don't you? You admitted before we started recording. Oh, <laughs> <heavy>. you slag. <laughs> get it out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> ripping me for not finishing the game go on tell the listeners what's the little cheap platinum you got you whore <laughs> go on oh eventoids is that what it's cheap. called it's not yeah, they're, cheap they're, um, by, is it 
Playtonic, I think. I'm not sure if it's Playtonic. I can't think of the name of the company. But those like hidden object games. It's basically oh, where's Wally, yeah. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> it's a story. Like, in, the one I just played, like, the Sorcerer Pinches, the People's Souls, and it's, it's all drawing, draw, you know, like, hand-drawn graphics and stuff. But I just love, like, they're, like, they're like point and click. Um, in parts and then other parts like you'll click on something and it's just a picture of say random stuff lying on the on a desk and you've got to find like a set to set amount no, certain objects it'll tell you the names and you've got to find them but the the way they're drawn they kind of they all kind of mesh together and it's hard to find them but I just really really enjoy those types of games for <laughs> one <laughs> I'm buying them super cheap obviously mm. I don't know, I just look really relaxing a bit, just sitting there with no pressure at all, you know, like to... Yeah, to say chill no, out yeah, No challenge, yeah. I think you'd like the I Return of the Obra... I think you'd like the Return of the Obra Dinn. Yeah, I, I would like that, but every time, when it was on sale last time, it wasn't really a sale, I think it got there from like £18 or £20, to like 15 I was like, I'm not going to pay that just yet. I can't remember what I paid, but I bought it on Switch, and it was the first time... It's on my wish list, and I, when I check my wish list, I just skim down and see what's in the sale. Mm. And it was on sale, and I thought, oh, that never goes on sale. So I thought, I'm going to have it. I can't remember what it I'm was. I'm going to have that. I'm having that. <clears throat> it's a beauty. <laughs> so yeah, I snapped it up. I started it last night. It's one of those games, though, that if I take too much of a break from it, I'm going to forget everything, so I've got to keep at it. You need a notepad and pen for that. Mm, are there things that you can you might help you can revisit everything you see though in the menu screen so yeah. it's quite simple to like okay. backtrack and see stuff again but yeah. yeah it's just like um it's a bit it sounds a bit like it's going to play out like a sudoku or it's a 3d oh it's, it's a weird look actually it looks like a game boy like a proper yeah, old school does, game yeah. boy game but it's 3d is that the dude who made um volume and Thomas was alone, or am I imagining that? I don't think it's him. It's, What's his it's name? Some, oh, I can't think of it off the top of me, and you're going to say it, I'm going to go, oh, yeah, that's... I'm not, because I can't think of it at all. Mm. I've got to Google but, on my phone. So you is it, has it actually got voice um, over? Like, yeah, it's fully, fully voice acted. Yeah. Yeah, and you just find things in the on the ship... Because you're on a ship. Yeah. The Oprah Din is a ship, basically. For you're insurance, for people. Something like that, for listeners who don't know what the fuck we're talking about. It's a ship, and you're on it, and you get given this weird compass and a notebook. And there's like 100 152 people, I think, on board the ship, and they're all, they're all dead or missing. Yeah. And you have to go around the ship looking for clues, and you get a picture, like a hand sketch, because like an old pirate ship of all the people and they're all slightly blurred and you rest on the faces and you have to figure out for every person the point of the game basically is to figure out what happened to every person so okay you might know they're dead so you might find a corpse and be like okay I don't know who I don't know who this person is but you know they're dead but how did they die so you've got to figure out how they died who they are and how it links to everybody else and you'll use this weird compass with a skull in it and it'll give you like a little snippet of them in, in time and you'll hear the conversations and you'll see a bit of the action. And you'll be like, okay, so someone's name around here was Bill. They said, someone said Bill, but I don't know who they were referring to. Yeah. And I saw 
and I moved around and I thought this guy had been stabbed and over there on the floor is a gun that looked like it's just been fired and you could gather all that information and then you got to like make some guesses on people. So you click on someone and be like, the whole list of all the names, you scroll down them. Be like, okay, I think this person's, I think this person's Bill. I think it's a bit like Cluedo. This person's Bill. I think they were shot. And I think they're currently, I don't know, you have to get three bits of information. I can't remember what the third one is. But yeah, it's a bit like, a bit like a Sudoku. Sometimes you'll only know who someone is because you know that all the other people are the other person, so you know this person must be by default this other guy. Yeah. But yeah, it's like a big, big puzzle. Um, I'm loving it. I'm loving the style, I'm loving the um, the look, uh, just the whole the whole vibe of it. I'm really on board with so far. And I finish it. <laughs> it honestly, it might get too hard. <laughs> oh. Gosh. <laughs> I can't take a break from it. That's the thing. Yes, you've got to stick with that and finish up. It's just, i tell you what it is as well. My youngest has started getting up at five in the morning, which makes it very difficult to stay up late playing games. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I'll, I'll give you that. That is true. Yeah, and most of my game time traditionally comes after 10 o'clock. <sighs> so, yeah, it gets tricky. Damn. Mm-hmm. And if I've got to watch films as well. And, and TV as well, I watch TV. And all the football that's been on. Yeah, there's been a lot of football. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. So, yeah, that was a little bit of the return of the Obedient, which I recommend, but I'll, I'll keep you updated on how that's, how that's going if mm-hmm. I play it again. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could just give me off your games like you digitally. Here you go, Dave. Thank you, Andy. Finish that for you. <laughs> yeah, tell me how that was, Dave. And I'll try yeah. and enjoy it. Imagine if you had Game Pass, it'd be terrible. I would. I'd be awful. Games every night. Be awful. I am struggling to stick to a game at the moment. I really want to get into. Um... Have to force yourself to do that. You do sometimes. You have I think. to force yourself to play that same game. Like I, I finished the first two, a first stage, first like area on my friend Pedro. And sometimes, I don't know about you, but I get a bit intimidated when I go back to a game. I think, oh, God. Especially when I'm close to the end, I'm like, oh, does it get really hard? Is it going to frustrate me? And I think, so I start something else. I was very close to starting Judgment, because I remember when I told you about that a bit a month ago. Yeah. And because um, I seen the trailer for the new one, I was like, oh, I need to play Judgment. And then I came downstairs and I thought, you know what? I'm just going to make myself play it. And I sat through, I think, the last two hours. I just sat so I think you just have to force yourself into it. Yeah. Which sounds like, un, like almost unenjoyable, and that you shouldn't be doing that. But it is oh, rewarding. You finished the Last of Us two, didn't you? Oh yes, and loved oh, it. Right. Don't get too excited to hear it all. This happened yeah. the last time I finished the Last of Us. The game kind of ruined gaming for me for months. It's like I can't yes. find another game that is as good and as absorbing. Yes, yeah. it really does. When you get a game that's so good, bouncing off it and getting into another game is sometimes hard. Oh, oh well. Oh well. Finish averaging. That's just that's your homework. Finish oh averaging that... before the next time. That's a, that's a lot of hours, but I will try. Okay, Dad. You can do it. I can do it. I can play handheld on that, obviously, while Danny, my other half, is watching Love Island, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right. So, is that everything we were going to talk about? I think it is. Movies. 
movies film club so this is the yeah. film club where we will be talking I am Mother on Netflix and The Changeling on Amazon Prime. We will talk full spoilers. If you haven't watched these films yet, which we tipped you off about on the last podcast, um, these are going to be full spoilers. If you do want to watch them, uh, maybe don't listen for the next bit. We will start with I am Mother, as we traditionally do, start with a Netflix film. Mm-hmm. This was my pick. Yep. I will start the talking. I bloody loved it, Dave. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it as well. I did, did you? Yeah, I did. Um, I was a bit worried towards the end. I thought, oh, it's, um, is it going to lose its way? But it didn't. I really liked it. I really liked the ending. Um, was it a person in the suit, in the in the robot costume? It was, wasn't it? What, you mean acting? Yes. I'm, I'm not so sure. It wasn't CGI, was it? It was definitely someone in it. And um, Excuse me, I've just got to get, put my lights on. It's got a picture black in here. <laughs> uh, it was definitely someone in a costume uh, um, performing as the robot, in my opinion. Do you it think? Very I good, I'll say that. That didn't cross my mind once. I thought that's got to be animated. It had so no, much. No, it was 100%. It was um, practical. Um, practical. It was an outfit. But it was very. Because it was so bulky, I thought there's someone in there and they've made it look bulky to kind of try and hide the actual human in the costume. It didn't match. It looked. Should, should we call her she? She yeah. looked fantastic. I don't know. I I didn't really think about it too much. I just assumed it was CGI. Yeah, I wasn't sure about the bitch when she was running down the halls. Maybe that, that was CGI. That must have been CGI. Um, we'll have to Google that. But back to the film. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was very very good. Um, we knew there's something sinister there, but um, and I did have an inkling. Towards the end, that that was what I thought. Well, it's coming really forgot that that was the plan. Did you? Well, I want to talk to you about the end because I'm not sure I fully understood all of it. Okay. Well, I I know it's like it's like a tried and trusted, or well explored, we should say. Um, uh, what am I trying to say? Well explored plot of robots and humans. And yes. how eventually the robots would just be like, well, the logical thing is to kill the humans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because they're so stupid and keep fucking the planet up. Um, yeah. So that's what these robots did. But interestingly, the robots weren't like, let's just get rid of them and live our own lives. They were like, let's get rid of them and start over and rebuild yes. them with some sense, which is what they did in yeah. this film. Um, and then you get the little sense that outside there's there's people and that was really interesting so I thought okay so the robots are lying to the people inside but why why are they doing that I was very confused <clears throat> and then um, you start to wonder are they breeding the people inside for body parts I've seen plots film plots where that happens like the island was yeah. a bit like that wasn't it yes. um, I thought so is that what they're doing and why have they only done one why is it just one person? I've got all those little babies on standby ready to grow. Yeah. Why is it just one? And then the woman from the outside and the conflicting stories and you really don't know who to trust. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know where, who was like for real and was the robot inside different from the robots outside? Yeah. Very confused. And the actual end where the I Am Mother 
the, where the mother admits that she is more than the mother. She is absolutely everywhere. Yeah. And then she pops up in that woman's um, trailer on the beach thing. Yeah, so that, yeah, this was, that's where I was confused. I was like, she, she says, that, oh, it's, aren't you lucky to have survived? It's almost like we had a purpose for you. And yeah. now, it's, now it's over. So what's yeah. the purpose of that woman to come and find the daughter and yeah. just test her and push her and completely manipulate her into being, basically taking on the role of mother at the end? Because I've flipped, flipped, didn't it? I Am Mother, the film title, is basically the role. Yeah, she was, yeah. And at the end, it's like, I Am Mother, I'm the yeah. human. And was yeah, was that the point? Mother. Yeah, daughter becomes mother. Was that the point? Um, Did they? You're would, saying would, was the point of it that, that she was allowed to escape the older clone? Mm. Not clone, sorry. Uh, human. Clone, no. Yeah, human. Um, so that one day, I think they obviously flushed her back towards her. Cause she must have been nudging she because she was shot. Mm. So she seeks. So she seeked. Um, what's the word? Help. Yeah, help, sorry, that I was thinking of a different word, but she seeks help, so she obviously knew where to go back, because she obviously lived in that at some point, didn't she? Do you think? It seemed like she could remember. I don't think she, she lived must there. Have, she I must thought... have raised her. Who, who else would have raised her? I think she's or from... Am I getting too... I assume she was from a time before the robots took over everything. No, I don't think so, because the plot... And if you think that girl's, what, 18... Yeah, but you and don't know how long the you don't before then. You don't know how long they've been gone, though, do you? Humans. Yeah, but don't forget when she went into that lab. Hmm. There was about what four babies missing out of that one. So, and the one child that she knew had been killed must have been about five or six. So you had that six onto her. She was eighteen, I think she was. There's twenty-four, and there was more children. I just assumed she was from the outside. She'd never lived there. Um, that people weren't fully ex- wiped out. Yeah. And then she... they she definitely manip- hadn't met anyone. No. They manipulated her to come back because she knew other people. She had that book of sketches. Yeah, but I think she'd just drawn them from her mind, didn't she? No, because at the end she's drawing her that she'd met and she said she'd lived in the mines and she'd deserted them a long time ago. And mm. and she was like, we can go back, we can go and see them. She's like, no, they'll, they'll all be dead. I think the yeah, robots just kept I... her alive to manipulate the girl later and to teach her a final moral lesson. Yes, uh, that's probably right. Yeah, you're probably right there. Mm. Good from bad. Mm. And well, went back and I was like, okay, was, we don't, we don't need you anymore. Quite, yeah, I thought it was quite obvious what the plot was. was you know when they got outside? Mm. They went to those fields and there was crops growing mm. and they were watering them and I was mm. like well there must be like a bit like um, my, one of my favourite films Wally, where they're kind of like they're, they're, they're obviously um, what's the word and fix, after... not fixing it but they're, fix, they're kind of fixing the planet to an extent and yeah. I thought well why would robots throw they don't need the crops so straight mm. away I thought ah what they've done exactly what the plot was I think killed them as well if not all the humans and they're like you says they're going this is your second chance yeah 
we'll, we'll give you a second chance. You can build it back better. Yeah, absolutely. And they're, they're teaching them the moral lessons from the start. Cause, yeah. Because she was doing that thing. She was teaching a um, sort of robot logic at one point. She was like, okay, here's one person and there are five yeah. injured people and this one person can save all these five people by giving them um, like this, the spleen, yeah. the liver, the lungs, and then all these five people can live, but this one person will die. What is that the right thing to do? And the robot was saying, yes, that is the right thing to do because then you have five living people, not one. And the girl was like, but who are these people? Are they good people? Yeah. And, and the robot said, okay, also the one person is a doctor. And she's like, well, if they kill the doctor now to save these five people who might be bad people, then the doctor can't yeah. save people in the future. And the robot was Is that like, why she passed that test? Because she was questioning it. I wasn't sure if she was passing the test or whether the robot was just saying. Because when she looked, when she got the robot's hand and used it to open up the cases, she looked at her old test files, didn't she? And they were yeah. like, fail, fail, fail. And no, I thought... hers. Oh, who's was that? The hers. other ones? The Avonja. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. He was the one who was passing. That's why she, when she said to her early in the film, it takes a lot of practice to be a good mother. That um, mm. That's what she was saying. When she hadn't told her she'd had other children, she was saying to her, like, well, I don't have any brothers or sisters. And she was saying, because I have to be good before we break, before we have any more. Mm. And yeah. she was saying, you know what I mean? Yeah, it okay, that makes sense. Yeah. she found the jawbone, didn't she, in the, in the films? Yeah. But I, I really, really, I mean, I love sci-fi films anyway, and I love it, especially when there's that kind of, like, Excuse me. Is it kind of existential? Yeah, that? I think so. Yeah, existential, yeah. Yeah, yeah I said it wrong, didn't I? Sorry. But like, <laughs> especially like that Deus Ex, isn't it? Where um, the where the AI is, well, you don't want to say anything, but superior to the humans, which mm. I am mother was, mother was. Um, I love that kind of, especially when it's just two actors. Yeah, it's, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah. It's like Moon. You, Moon you was a bit like that. Yeah, Moon was fantastic. You can feel like you can focus more on the film. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. She was good, wasn't she, the girl? And I actually thought, I don't know if this crossed your mind, I, I thought Hillary, it was Hilary Swank, wasn't it, the other actor? Mm-hmm. I thought we was going to find out that that was her, like, that's how she'd look. Oh, you know and I mean? they were like a clone. Yes, that's what I thought, like. I she did wonder. looked a lot like her, but younger. Yeah, I did wonder if it was going to be they were going to be somehow related. Yeah. Obviously, that was very unlikely because the daughter was growing in the lab. Did we find out the daughter's name? Or was she just daughter the whole way through? Just daughter all the way through. Mm. Yeah. I really, I really liked it. It was very good. Mm. I was surprised how good it was, and I was expecting yeah to um be disappointed at the end because sci-fi often. I don't know, somehow it doesn't live up to it at the end. Yeah, I don't know. Um, sci-fi usually has big questions, yeah. Yeah, but no, this I loved it all. Yeah. It was a fantastic film. It was, mate. It was a very good selection. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> you wanted to watch that for ages, and you only kind of like look at the percentage on Netflix, and you think, mm, am I going to like it? Yeah. And then, you know, watched it. So I don't pay much good. attention to those percents anymore. I don't know why I look at them. I don't even know what I mean. It, it's like a match, isn't it? 
yeah, it's like a eighty, like a eighty percent chance you'll like this because you've watched and yeah, thumbed up it, other yeah. things you liked. Um, yeah, it's the change because it used to be thumbs up, thumbs down. The percentage would be how many people liked it, didn't it? Yeah, the change that. Now it changes to other people watched things you've watched and liked the same things and liked this yeah. or something. I don't know. I try not to get too mad algorithm. This, yes, it is. I try not to get too distracted by that. But yeah, mm. um, let's move on to the Changeling on Prime. I'll let you yeah. introduce this one. This was your pick. Yeah, God, I can't remember. I watched this. I think the same day or the day after. Oh, well, I watched this one first. Like a while ago now. So the plot. So um, the intro is really harsh here. <laughs> um, basically, um, it's just a family, aren't they? What they're on a skiing holiday, would you say? I don't think they're travelling back um, from a holiday and they're in snow, aren't they? Yeah, and the composer, the father, he decides to make a phone call because the car's broke down and um, he crosses over the road and then there's a truck coming up and he witnesses his family basically get run over by this truck which crashes into the car which kills them and mm. they're standing there, aren't they? It's quite horrific, to be honest with you, it's quite horrible. Um, and then it just shows you what, what did he say, a few months later, he decided to take up a, a, a teaching job at a university, hasn't he, Ant? Yeah, it's, it's four months on, I think, which I thought was a surprisingly short amount of time. Yes, and um, so he moves to, I can't think where it is anyway, but he moves away, takes his job up, and they find him a residence to live in, and that which I thought was like preposterously big, like so big, I know. Like, why would one man want to live in something that big without a family? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Do you think that? Yeah, it was absolutely bonkers. Yeah, but you go with it because it's the way the film's going. Um, yeah. But, this, um, we should also say that this was 1980, this film was made. 1980, yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. um, it wasn't, for me, it wasn't scary, but I'm going to guess when it was released, it probably was fucking scary. <laughs> um, I found it creepy at points. Like, mm some clever use of camera and some good jump scares. Not that they made me jump, but when you watch as much horror as I am, you know, sounding like a dickhead, you know when it's coming, don't you? Yeah, and I think and it's easier to see when it's from the 1980s. Yes, yes. It was done well. Like I thought that a lot of it was done really well. Um, I liked the ending. I liked the film overall, to be honest with you. I really did enjoy it. It's not... It's not going to get any of my all-time, like, I will see horrors, but I did think if you're a big horror fan like I am, then it probably is something you should watch. Um, I did enjoy the, um, what was that scene, what do you call it, and the, the psychic comes around? What do you call oh, it? yeah, and she's scribbling on the, on yes. the paper and then they're whipping out. That was, that was big. That was, do you remember when that was, like, a thing in all films? These psychics that yeah, were scribbling yeah, on paper yeah. and they were like, yes and no. Yeah. Yeah, that bit was quite good. I think it was, would you call it a psychic or medium? Medium. Medium, yeah. I enjoyed it I, overall. I enjoyed it. Um, I thought the end, not the actual ending, I enjoyed that. I just thought the way it built up, I, I thought it was going to have him killed. The, um, it was the governor or senator. Mm. I just thought that was a bit weird. Like, the, he kind of was. I thought he would have had him killed, but then he was like, "No, I found all this." And I, did he? Did he believe by presenting that it would have put that other boy's soul to rest? Was that his pl- plan? Yeah, I guess so. But I don't. Did the guy know? 
but the old Senate guy, did he know the his, the history? I don't know. That's what I was a bit confused by. Did he know? Yeah, was he covering up? Was he in on it? Or did, did he not know he was adopted? Because oh, he was adopted, wasn't he? Because when he said, my father was a good man, it made me think he didn't know about what he's... Like, yeah. Because uh, he was adopted. What his father did, did he? Mm, I don't think he knew. I don't think anyone knew. I wondered if they killed the disabled child and then replaced him with this new adopted child and just pretended yeah, it was... Quite similar. Yeah, to think it was just a, like they were just pretended that that was. <laughs> That's what they did, yeah, because they said they went abroad and adopted for a few months, didn't they? Yeah. When they came back, back the son came back and like miraculously he was healed. Yeah. It was sad though when the dad drowned him in the bath. Jesus, that's yeah. horrible. Yeah, the sound, the knocking sound, everything that was really effective. That was very, yeah, that was very good, wasn't it? When he found out what it was. Yeah. Yeah, bits of it were really good, and I think the bits that I struggled with was simply stylistic and of the time and just hard yeah. to stomach not stomach hard to get on board with now or take yeah. seriously like it felt very overacted in places yeah he was that, good of course yeah yeah the main guy yeah but just some of the yeah just the, the acting was a bit and I'm sure no, he, I'm sure he nailed it for the time and what the director exactly yeah. what the director wanted but it's just stylistically now it just looks too much. <laughs> and it's the editing, isn't it, in the older films, like the way it'll go from a scene, it doesn't do like a fade or, you know, no. like to the next scene or yeah. like a nice little segue or something, but it just kind of like goes from like, he's in the office to bang, he's at home playing the piano with yeah. two people. <laughs> Complete hard cut. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like, right, that, that's scene, used but... for comedic effect now, isn't it? It's like, yeah. they make a yeah, comment it and it's like hard cut to them doing the thing. Yeah. Yeah, but but for me, both films, I mean, I, I don't know where you felt about it, but I think both films were a thumbs up for me, but Mother, I Am Mother, was a big thumbs up. Yeah, a surpri- uh, surprising how big a thumb up that gets, really. Yeah. Really enjoyed that. I think um, I got that 8 out of 10 on my IMDb library. Oh, oh, you do your own ratings on there? Keep yeah, your own little history any film, you always add films to my watch list, and when I watch them, I take them off and give them the rating. I need I to definitely get involved with IMDb. But yeah, yeah. I'd give that, maybe I'd give that a nine. No, nine might be high. I think eight's, eight's about right. Really good film. Yeah, it was very good. Um, and The Changeling, I wouldn't watch it again. I'm not sure. No, I wouldn't. I'm sorry if it says you would. No, I wouldn't watch it again. But I'm glad I watched it. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. Mm. Not many horror films I watched twice, but like I am glad I've seen it now, and I did, I, I did enjoy it. Like I think what was that one I watched before? Uh, is it Don't Look Now with Donald Sutherland? I don't know. When he's when his daughter drowns at the start of the film, and he moves to Italy, no, and he, no he keeps think, he keeps thinking he's seeing his daughter. He keeps chasing this little girl in the red jacket around. I think it's Venice, Venice, Venice. Eddie Venice. Venice, yeah. Venice. <laughs> uh, I nearly said Venice. That's like the meat, isn't it? <laughs> that's, the, that's deer meat. Deer, baby deer meat, isn't it? Mm, I think it's just deer, venison. Oh, I, don't think it's baby I thought deer. it was baby deer. Oh, no, hang but on, anyway, venison. Is venison baby deer or is venison baby cow? No, baby cow is veal. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, <laughs> because that was the same sort of era, and yeah. But yeah, thumbs up both films, especially my mother. Hmm. 
Right, should we reveal our picks for the next film club? Why not? Right, you are on Netflix duty, yep. so you can go first. Okay. Are you going to read your thingy? I'm going to get the synopsis up here. I don't know you like synopsis, don't oh, you? Yeah, I'm going to get my synopsis up ready. I think you're going to like this this week. Ooh. Okay. I think you could guess the film if I told you the actors. No, yeah, you get no chance of you. <laughs> try me, try me, go on. Okay, so the actors are, the main two actors are Bill Murray. Okay. Adam Driver. And the you know, Danny Glover's in it as well. This Life Aquatic? No. Oh, it's one of those though, isn't it? No. Oh. It's called the it's called The Dead Don't Die. Damn it, I could have got well, I couldn't have got that, but I I have seen this. I can envision it now on my Netflix screen. I haven't seen it. I mean I've seen the thingy. Yeah. The peaceful town of Centerville finds itself battling a zombie horde as the dead start rising from their graves. That's the like basic synopsis. I'm not reading the voice, it's like two paragraphs. <laughs> um, Just write I it down. I watched the trailer for it, and it looks alright. It's got very low rating on um, IMDb, but I don't care. Oh, okay. You make your own mind up, don't you? You do. So that's mine. That's mine. No, you know mine, but I, so I won't do the, uh, the uh, actor's tease. Let me just read the uh, intro. A teenage girl and a father who have lived undetected for years in the woods are forced to confront their conflicting desire to be part of a community and fierce need to live apart. The film is Leave No Trace. Uh, It looks like... um, I can't see the actors who are in it, but it looks like um, that singer, Timberlake, who's in it. I don't know if it is him. Justin Timberlake. It's not just in Timberlake. Who's the bloke on the cover? Oh, here we go. Yeah, oh, it's Ben Foster. Ben Foster. A lot for goalkeeper. <laughs> I feel like I've right. seen him in something. I'll click on him. I have done, I have done, I've clicked. I feel like we've watched him in something on our thing. Interesting. No. I don't recognise any of those films. It was in Phone Booth, apparently. Must have been a small part in that. They won't pass the camera. It may be. There's like two people in that film. Did we watch The Woman in the Window on our Netflix club? Yeah, last time. Yeah. So, The Dead Don't Die on Netflix and Leave No Trace on Amazon Prime. Those are the films for next time so yeah watch those <laughs> <laughs> is Heather calling you that's the dog oh. for a wee wee right, anything else you wanted to chuck in for a little chat um, if you could possibly watch it try and watch Resident Evil Infinite Darkness oh yes there's it's only oh. four episodes what's that on Netflix. Netflix. Resident Evil Zero Darkness. And there's Infinite also... Infinite Darkness. Infinite Darkness. That was called Darkness. I feel like I'm... I think it is called that, yeah. Okay. Just search Resident Evil. It'll pop up. <laughs> <laughs> make, sure it's, make sure it's the four part, four episodes, one season. Because there's a few on there. CGI films. Oh, is it a CGI film? Yeah, it's like, you know, that CGI animated stuff they do. Mm. Is it... Yeah. um? Is it canon? But it is, isn't it? 
Yeah. Resident Evil. Resident Evil. And also, you are watching the... Oh, what are they called? There's a three series horror films coming out. What are they called? Oh, yes, Fear Street. Fear Street. You've watched one. second one's about to drop at the time of recording. They'll all be out, I'm sure, by the time this is all gone out. The second one dropped yesterday. Yesterday. So the third one will be out no, next week. Friday. Friday, just London. Oh, so the third one will be out very soon. Friday. Because they're one a week, aren't they? Yeah. So we'll probably talk about those next time. Maybe not full spoilers. We'll avoid spoilers. But if you're going to watch them, we are going to talk about them. Okay. Cool. So the films, one more time. The Dead Don't Die and Leave No Trace. Yeah. Okay, do all right, thank you everyone for listening. We will catch you next time. If you want to get us on the socials, we are only on two of them <laughs> Twitter and Instagram, both at We Don't Go Out. Uh, suggest films that we should watch on there. Maybe we'll put them in the film club. And we will catch you next time. I've just noticed that some other curtain pole in here has been completely fucked. Yeah. The curtain pole in my room, in this room, I mean, I've just looked and it's completely fucked. <laughs> I don't know what's happened to it. I'm going to have to go and talk to Danny about that. Yeah, Brad's still watching uh, Love Island. Oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah.